So on my 30th birthday, I went into the club and I thought, this is just one more time. I'm going to do this. And it was like the scales literally fell off my eyes. And I went up and I said, never mind, I'm not dancing tonight. I'm leaving. I quit. Real life starts now. This is Real Life Radio Show with On Leg. I felt alone. I felt lost. I felt scared. Real stories. I was so desperate in living such a dark and callous life. Real people. I was thinking there was no purpose for my life. There's no reason for me to be here. Real problems. I told my dad, if you try to take these drugs, I'm going to kill you. One solution, God. Hope is a person, and his name is Jesus. And now your host, On Leg. Hi, this is Evangelist Don Lay. Welcome to the Real Life Radio Show, where we're going to talk to real people who had real problems, but found answers in a real God. Before we start, I need to advise you, we will be talking about real life stories that are sexual in nature, so listener discretion is advised. Today, we're going to talk about the reality and difficulty of the life of someone who was sex trafficked right here in America. And we're going to have Kate Waddell who had dreams of being famous in Hollywood for her music, but ended up being sex trafficked and eventually living a horrible life riddled with drugs, abuse, and prostitution. In our last shows, she told us how she grew up with a Christian mom and an alcoholic father who was somewhat distant and getting drunk at night, but then eventually her father passed away. A lot of that pain she took into her older life and got into a band singing And then she ended up having these dreams and a pursuit of fame. And she went to Hollywood, but she ended up being sold into human trafficking. She got away from that. And then she took the job of a stripper to support herself. And next thing you know, she was courted by an individual who acted as a customer and then tried to basically be her boyfriend. He loved her. But in truth, he was a pimp who saw her as a means of getting money for himself. As he began to manipulate her, she slowly became a victim again of human trafficking. And when she resisted, she was supposed to be killed, but instead she got away and became homeless. She had hit rock bottom, and Kate's going to continue to tell us what happened from there. Kate, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, Kate, it is so good to have you back. And you know what really stood out to me in our last show was that you thought you were just going to strip for a little while and then... That little while led to years of a vicious cycle of drugs and prolonging your need for this strip club job. Tell us about it. It was like quicksand. I thought it was going to just be a short time and then I'd get on my way. I'd make my break, you know, get to the right place, audition, and things would take a turn, but they never did. And then, you know, I would head back to the drug dealers to get more drugs just to make it through another week. Hmm. You know, but you were still there in Hollywood and hoping for that big break with the stars, right? Yes. So I understand after the moment of violence with the pimp, you just went back to stripping. But then you heard of a woman who was well-known and connected to some of these Hollywood stars. And I understand you're hoping that this was the moment of getting your big break and making more money as a famous star. Tell us what happened. So she was basically booking a lot of events and parties and sending girls to celebrities' homes. And, you know, I didn't realize then that she was a madam. She was also somebody that had come out of the sex industry. She had been a stripper and now had moved into having her own business where she was basically booking girls. So somebody told me about her. They said, you know, you can make a whole lot more money than being in the clubs. Do that instead. So I thought it was like my shortcut to kind of ease out. I worked for her for a while, and I did meet a lot of celebrities in the club and out of the club through her. And 
went to a lot of events, you know, they were my clients for a while. And through that, you know, the drugs, the drugs just got heavier and heavier because this is not what I wanted. I wanted so badly so much more. I wanted to be recognized as a talent and I wanted to, you know, get to the right audition and get the right job. And I really wanted that. And eventually I did get through someone. They introduced me and said there was an audition happening at Paramount Studios and I got to go over there and got a job on a late night TV show as a dancer called The Party Machine. I was on that for a while. And then I also got recognized, like I said, a lot of celebrities would come into the club and I got hired to do a couple of films as a choreographer, as a dancer. And those films were about the sex industry, about strip clubs, but they were on regular TV. And I was in a couple of films, but I couldn't make it more than that. I couldn't get better jobs after that because of my addiction to the drugs. Mm. Oh, wow. The drugs seem to destroy so much in your life. I understand that there was a moment where you just gave up. You felt stuck. And so you did something different. You cried out to God. Tell us about that. I was one night after working just in my room feeling so lonely. And I just started to cry and pray to God. You know, I knew God was real, but I didn't have any semblance or any relationship. Nothing was going on in my life in that But I just felt that there was more for me and I wasn't there with him and I wasn't following the direction that this wasn't what I was meant to do. And I knew that in the depth of my heart, I knew that. And I just began to pray and say, God, if you're real, if there's something else, if you're listening, show me. And I just felt like a presence in the room with me. It was so loving and warm and my heart just melted. You know, I always thought, well, surely God's angry because of all the things I'm doing. I'm a horrible person and he's angry. But it was not that at all. I felt really loved and I just felt like for the very first time I saw myself through God's eyes and I just felt like he really loves me and he just adores me. I am the apple of his eye. He does care about me. And I remember just falling to my knees and going, I never want to break your heart like this again. Amazing. But I understand life didn't suddenly get magically better for you at that moment. But you even ended up in jail, getting caught for driving someone else's car that you borrowed. It was stolen, had drugs in it. But after you got back from jail, you're planning to strip just a little longer, even though you knew it wasn't the right path, but you planned on doing it just for a little longer. But something was different when you got up on that stage. Tell us about that. So on my 30th birthday, I went into the club and I thought, this is just one more time. I'm going to do this. And when I went in, I went to get in line to let the DJ know what my music was going to be for the night. And it was like the scales literally fell off my eyes. I looked around the room and saw everything completely different than I ever had. This place that had been kind of just this place to work and where I could sort of be somebody else and hide out. Suddenly it was just as if I could see everything, the roaches on the floor, everything. And I thought, what am I doing in this place? And I went up and I said, never mind, I'm not dancing tonight. And I went to the dressing room. I told the girls, you can have all my clothes. I am not going to stay. I'm leaving. I quit. Of course, they were like, yes, we've heard that before. But I literally walked out of those doors And I said a prayer. I was like, God, if you can ever use me somehow, you've got to get me out of this lifestyle. And if you can ever use me to help these women who are stuck like I have been, because I could see their faces. I knew their stories. And I just wanted to be able to see them get free of it, too. That is a serious moment of repentance. 
When you called out to God, I believe He empowered you to break that chain of strip clubs and to start pursuing a godly life. And today, I understand that your life has changed so much since that day that you now even run a ministry that helps women out of the sex industry. What is the name of your ministry? Our ministry is called Cherished LA, and it's a residential program for women where they can come and live here and work in our social enterprise. Women who have been sexually exploited or even are currently working in the sex industry. Amazing, Kate. Truly, glory be to God. Can you take a moment and would you just speak to that person who feels like they're stuck to something that is not of God? They're afraid to leave that bondage to whatever that thing is because it's holding them in a vicious cycle. What would you say? I would just say that there is hope and you are meant for so much more. This is not the end of the story. And when you're searching so hard for your own happiness, we can just get so far off track and we're not looking to see who is it we were created to be. Because God has a plan and He has created us for so much more. I never thought that I could be running a business and running a home and creating a program. I I never in a million years thought this is what God would have me do. But He's asking me to live as loudly as I did in the past in those ways for the enemy, for the kingdom of darkness. He's asking me to do it as loudly now for His kingdom. It's amazing and it's so fulfilling and God knows what it is, and He's not leading you to a place of dullness. He has something very exciting for your life if you will just ask Him what that is and surrender. Amen. What I hear from you is that what you learned in your life is the power of surrendering to God. And now you've been set free from drug addictions, you're no longer a stripper, and today you're a child of God. But more so, you're married today, and your life has been amazingly redeemed, and honestly, you know, knowing that, it gives so much hope to those who are listening. That is correct when I'm saying this, right? That's right. It's amazing. And my journey's not over. I'm still in the process. I'm still working on my story, and I'm still healing through parts of it. And my family has had to be a part of that process. So it's continuous, you know? Kate, your story is so powerful. And God's promises are real, even though our lives may get messed up without Him. But when we find God... He has the power to bring true healing in life. Kate, thanks so much for being on our show. Thank you. Don't go anywhere. Let's dive deeper right after the break. Real life is made possible this week with the help of On Fire Merchant Services and our Awakening the Nation's monthly giving partners. If you own your own business taking Visa and MasterCard, call and get a quote from On Fire Merchant Services. On Fire Merchant Services is on fire to serve you. Look them up at onfiremerchantservices.com or call them at 877-333-6682. That's onfiremerchantservices.com or 877-333-6682. Real Life Radio is a ministry of Awakening the Nations, a 501c3 nonprofit organization that depends on your donations. If you would like to find out more about Awakening the Nations or make a tax-deductible donation, please visit our website at awakeningthenations.com or call us at 877-480-4477. That's awakeningthenations.com or 877-480-4477. More real life starts now. Welcome back to the show where we're going to go deeper into what you just heard. What do you think about this? I am amazed for one. I mean, here we have a story of complete, utter redemption. Think of it. She was a stripper. 
then trafficked, used up, addicted to drugs, and her dream of being famous was always capped by the very thing she used to deal with the pain of her past, the drugs. How could God fix all of this? It sounds like some magic fairy tale, doesn't it? But it isn't. It is the reality of this ancient scripture working in someone's life today. It is written in Ephesians 1.7, In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. This is talking about the miraculous power of the blood of Jesus, the very spiritual power to bring redemption to someone's life. Redemption means the act of redeeming, meaning to buy off or to pay off a debt. If you look at Kate Waddell's life, there was a lot of debt she had, and she felt that weight when she called out to the Lord. But she found an abundance of love, or the riches of His grace, the Bible talks about. She found forgiveness of her sins. What about you, my friend? I'm sure maybe you can say, I have done much less, but I can really relate with Kate and say, I don't know if God will forgive me of my sins. My friend, He will. Lord Jesus, we repent of our sins and we ask you, Lord Jesus, for your forgiveness in Jesus' mighty name. My friend, I hope you were blessed by this testimony and I know that your life was touched. If you need prayer, please give us a call at 877-480-4477. That's 877-480-4477. See you next time.